When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you know Black and White Sports is the number one conservative sports entity on YouTube with over 35 million views? Make sure you subscribe here to the podcast available anywhere. Quality podcasts are available. Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, and Spotify, and many others. Hit subscribe now. You're tuning into... Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports. When we possibly can, we love to cover things involving the UFC. As you know, the UFC has been uh, pretty outspoken about pushing through certain narratives out there. Uh, we're big fans of Dana White. Of course, Dana White. Spoke at the RNC last year. Also an unapologetic supporter of Trump. So is Jorge Mustavo. And of co- of course, Kobe Covington. Well, now Henry Seduto has come out and made some comments. He is a uh, UFC fighter that has held two different titles. And a former gold medal Olympia. And he had some pretty uh, tough words. For Simone Biles, who is continuing to quit and drag up out of various gymnastics competition. Uh, She claims that she's the GOAT. Uh, We've made videos on this. We've voiced our opinion. Look, part of being the GOAT in a sport is to be able to um, work through, deal with the trials and tribulations surrounding competition. Uh, I simply can't see Michael Jordan or Tom Brady ever saying... Distress is too bad. I'm out. Okay. Now, people have tried to use the um, comparison that Michael Jordan left and went to play baseball. Well, number one, he didn't walk off the court and go play baseball. Uh, he didn't decide to not go into a game right right before the NBA Finals or quit right before the Finals. So, um, And he had a dream of playing baseball. He did it in between seasons. And then he come back and he put it on that ass anyway. Okay, so no, Michael Jordan is not a valid comparison. Uh, but Henry Seduto has come out, made some comments uh, about Simone Biles, and he believes, like many of us, that she is being celebrated and propped up, probably unnecessarily, in my opinion. Anyway, former UFC champion thinks Simone Biles needs some quote tough love. A winner of 16 of 18 career MMA fights. The sun didn't subtly set, and this is Fox News, in Tokyo. That's just another world-class athlete throwing shade at Olympia Simone Biles. Former UFC Bantamweight and Flyweight champion Henry Cejudo is the latest to criticize the gymnast, having previously won gold himself in the 2008 Olympics. Saduto is of the opinion that Biles could use a good kick in the ass. Saduto 
of the opinion that, quote, tough love could benefit Biles after she withdrew from competition. And there is video with this. I will play it in just one second. I believe Simone Biles pulling out of this thing is like, I think she really needs to check herself. I think there's a time for a little bit of tough love. If she was my sister, this is exactly what I would do. So I would never say something that I wouldn't do to my personal family or anything like that, or even for me, because I do believe sometimes we do need a nice kick in the ass. Having taken home a gold medal in freestyle wrestling in the Beijing Olympics, Sududo knows about performing under pressure on the world's biggest stage. People say the media created her, and you know they put upon this pressure. Not really. They only give you a platform, a limelight. It's up to you to believe it and accept it. If you start to think you're the GOAT, the greatest of all time, well, that's on you. Very quickly, let's go ahead and play that video right now. And 25,000 people watching you throw hands, knees, and elbows. It's like, it's an expectation that you must have as a fighter, knowing that there's only four years in this situation, there's five years in order for you to real, uh, to recognize and realize that you're going to go in the history books forever. And I believe, you know, uh, Simone Biles pulling out of this thing. It's like, I think she really needs to check herself. I think there's time for a, a little bit of a little bit of tough love. You know, if she was my sister, this is exactly what I would do. So I would never see something that I wouldn't do to my personal family or anything like that or even for me because i do believe sometimes we do need a nice kick in the arse we really do man somebody we don't we don't need no yes man or yes people around us what we need is somebody to tell tell us and check us that it's every four years and the situation is five years in order for you to go down as one of the greatest athletes of all time but but again man people say like the the media created her and you know they put on Ponce's pressure but not really they only give you a platform a limelight it's up to you to believe it and to accept it if you start to think you're you're the goat and the greatest of all time then then that's on you and it's okay to strive for that but if you're gonna go through all that and, and tattoo a goat on your on your from what i heard i just found out today i'm just like then you have to live it man you know, there's a lot to learn from Michael Jordan with this fever, even in my fight. As an Olympic champion, I tell you, you know, blowing my shoulder out, not having not having any any legs for the fight and still winning the fight with one arm. I mean, that's a true battle of uh, of will there. I, I do believe she made a mistake. I think now she kind of tends to take it back, like knowing that a lot of things are backfiring. But if I had to give my two cents, and I hope she listens to this, I'm not going to tag her. But if one of you guys want to tag her, she ends up listening to it. I think it would help her out a lot. You know, there's two things that pressure can do. Pressure could either make, pr pressure could either break or it can make diamonds, right? A pressure can either bust pipes or it can create and make diamonds. You choose what to do for it or what to do with it. Remember that. Remember that there's a reason why you are an Olympic champion. There's nothing new. It's all in you. You're going against you. And I hope you can come back from that. And that's it. Triple C, everybody. Is out. Quote, there's two things that pressure can do. Pressure could either break or it could make diamonds. Pressure could either bust pipes or can create and make diamonds. You choose to do for it or what to do with it. Remember that. A winner of 16 of 18 career MMA fights. He made it clear that he's rooting for Biles to come back. Remember that there's a reason why you are an Olympic champion. 
There's nothing new. It's all in you. You're going against it. And I hope you can come back from that. Yeah, I, you know, my biggest issue with all of this is, one, you're trying to recognize yourself as the GOAT. And two, all of this media celebration is crap. The idea that the media is propping her up and coddling her. You got people like Jamel Hill and these a-holes from CNN coming out and saying, hey, now they're making it a racial issue. If you're a white guy, you can't criticize this person. Horseshit. I've got an opinion and I'm going to use it. All right? And that's part of the problem. It's one thing as she said, I'm going to exit stage left. And she took the appropriate amount of criticism for that decision okay there's been other instances where players have at least retired prematurely whatever Andrew Luck I've used as an example uh, but even he didn't do it like this but he took plenty of criticism for walking away from the Colts and he did it before the season even kicked off okay she should have done this prior to the Olympics not only that, but you had all this time to determine, was your mind right? Coming into competition, and now, and look, I don't give a damn about the Olympic ratings, but the fact is, advertisers spent money based on you competing. You were the name in this Olympics. You were the going to be the Michael Phelps, the Usain Bolt, et cetera, et cetera, of these Olympics. And Because Lord knows, nobody cares about Team USA right now. The soccer team or the basketball team. All right? All those kneeling fucks, nobody cares about those assholes, okay? Uh, so, you get the point. I appreciate the fact that somebody is coming out and being honest. There's a lot of honesty coming out uh, about Simone Biles in this situation. If you got a mental health issue, yeah, get it taken care of. But, there's mental health and then there's, you're just dragging up because the competition is getting to you too much. You, you should have made that determination prior to ever accepting going over to compete in these Olympic games. And it was pushed back a year. You had even more time to determine if this was something you wanted to do. You denied, and I don't care if there are Olympic alternates, you denied somebody the chance of coming over here. In other words, yeah, you've got an alternate, but you got somebody behind that alternate sitting at home in the United States that would have liked to have had this opportunity, and you denied them that, and I got a problem with that too. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Peace, I'm out. Man, she needs a little more tough love instead of all this celebration. Good job, Henry. Peace, I'm out. Till Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports fans. I think that it's safe to say that we are learning the names of many of these Olympians at the Tokyo Games for many of the wrong reasons. Did anybody really know Gwen Berry before the protesting leading up to the Olympics? I would say no. I would say the majority of people did not know that. People that watch the Olympics, we want to tune in. 
because we want to see competition. We don't want to see the politics. We don't want to see the protests. And we know that this Olympics has went super duper woke. Just last week, we actually learned the name of a Costa Rican um, gymnast because not because she won a medal, because she didn't win a medal at all. It's because she did a Black Lives Matter routine in competition, breaking IOC Rule 50. Did anything happen to her? I don't think so. I haven't heard anything. Well, fast forward to today. We have an American now that actually won a silver medal in shot put. And her name is Raven Saunders. I didn't know her name. The only reason why I know her name now is, folks, because she violated Rule 50 and actually protested on the podium. A clear violation. Will anything actually happen to her? I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. I don't trust the IOC to actually enforce this rule because the IOC does not want to be called racist. And Raven Saunders, she is a black woman from America. Also, she checks another box also as she is queer as well. And she deals with some mental health issues as well. Looked it up, found that out as well. So I really do not believe the IOC is going to do much of anything. So let's dive into this, guys. Raven Saunders raises overhead ads on podium in most high profile protests yet at Tokyo Olympics. Violating rule number 50, of course, but nothing at all, I believe anyway, is going to happen to her. It says here, American silver medalist Raven Saunders offered the highest profile protests yet at these Olympics on Sunday night. Saunders, who competed in a shot put, raised her arms over her head in an X as she, gold medalist Li Zhao Gong, and bronze medalist Valerie Adams posed for photographers. She stood with her hands in front of her doing the anthem. And we actually do have a picture here, folks. This is the picture right here. This is her on, on the left here, raising her hand in an X. And we're actually going to get into what that actually means. People know about uh, kneeling for the anthem. People know about raising the fist. She did something a bit more different. But we'll move on here and continue to read the rest of this here. Saunders told the Associated Press that the symbol represented the intersection of where all people who are oppressed meet. Now, she didn't really specify who's actually being oppressed. And normally these athletes, they don't actually know who's actually being oppressed. They just run with a narrative and never give any kind of context to it. But it says here, why the IOC did relax his Rule 50 before the Tokyo Games, saying athletes could speak up in media conferences or doing introductions. IOC chief Thomas Bach reiterated that athletes could not protest on the medal stand. And what did Saunders do? Protested on the medal stand. Last month, he told the Financial Times, the podium and the medal ceremonies are not made for a political or other demonstration. They're made to honor the athletes and the medal winners for sporting achievement and not for their private views. Saunders clearly violated that. The mission is to have the entire world together at one place and competing peacefully with each other. 
Then she would never manage if the games became divisive. Saunders, who is black, queer and battles depression and is open about all three, spoke at length after her medal winning performance, saying she wants to help shine a light on people around the world who are fighting and don't have a platform to speak up for themselves. Bach has threatened sanctions for athletes who protest on the podium, though it is it is unclear what the sanctions would be. The U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee allow protests at its trials for these games. But once the Olympics, Olympic athletes, but once at the Olympics, athletes are under IOC rules. And right there. There's no clear description of what kind of penalties the IOC is going to do. It even says it right here. Unclear what the sanctions would be. I can tell you what the sanctions are going to be. It's going to be nothing. Nothing is going to happen to any athlete that violates Rule 50 and protests on the podium. Nothing. Nothing happened to the Costa Rican gym- gymnasts as far as we know. That was a week ago. IOC, they haven't done anything. And that was in competition. In competition. This was actually on the podium. And I believe this is actually the first uh, person to actually protest on the podium. Nothing is going to happen to Raven Saunders. Absolutely nothing. You know, we should be talking about her winning the silver medal, which is a good achievement. But no, we have to talk about all of the other stuff that people don't actually watch the Olympics for. If you watch these Olympics, were you actually watching for the protests? I'm pretty sure you're not. People just want to see competition. They actually want to see people be patriotic to their country and compete. And hopefully, you know, win the gold. I mean, she won the silver. That's great. She won the silver medal. But we're not talking about that because she wanted to protest on the podium. A clear violation of Rule 50 under the IOC. But the IOC, they don't really have any power. They're not going to enforce anything. I highly doubt anything really is going to happen to Raven Saunders for protesting. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. First, here's a word from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short-lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage that will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, they've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day. Probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day, the right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25%
in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's prepare with blackandwhite.com. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Live. We've got a story that is coming out from multiple different entities ESPN, Pro Football Talk, Outkick, involving the Buffalo Bills franchise and them threatening to move the team to another location, particularly Texas. And I will add a little bit more context to this because uh, Florio does bring up one thing or one city in regards to the Raiders at one time. And uh, there's a couple of different places that have been brought up involving the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Now we will start with why this is going on first, because it has to do with, like you can imagine, it's always got to do with revenue for stadiums. That's all it is. That's usually why the threat always happens. Basically, tell tell the tax players to pay for the stadium or lose your team, one of the other. For most new stadiums, and this is also from Florio, for most new stadiums funded by public money, taxpayers don't foot the full bill. In Buffalo, that's what the bills want the citizens to do. According to Tom Precious of the Buffalo News, Pagola Sports and Entertainment has made $1.5 billion proposal for a new stadium and renovation cost for the arena in which the Buffalo Sabres play hockey. Per the report, the proposal asks for full cost of the new Bills Stadium to be covered by public funds. Wow. Per the report, that's, quote, a non-starter. And here's the kicker from the article. The thing that will be met with loud and hostile reaction from any Bills fans in Buffalo who refuse to acknowledge the reality is that football is business. Quote, the team has made no overt threat, sources say, to leave Buffalo if it doesn't get full funding requests, but it has made it clear to the government negotiators that there are other cities elsewhere that desire an NFL franchise and will pay handsomely for it. That's a fact, and I can think of three right off the bat. Here's the basic reality when it comes to stadium politics. Owners ask for free money to keep the team where it is. If that money isn't available, they look to other cities that would be willing to foot the bill, either as leverage or as true and genuine alternative. That's why the Raiders left Oakland. They couldn't get much or any public money to stay where they were. They got a huge amount to move to Vegas, so they did. That's how this starts. And if the team will be paying for its own stadium, Bill's co-owner Kim Pagula previously said they can't afford to do that. It makes sense to pay for the, that stadium in a larger market or one that will allow the venue to host many other events. That's why the Rams left St. Louis. Okay, so they're starting to talk about precedent and other teams that did recently move. Who could have forgotten the significant public money in St. Louis? Decided to write the check for his own place because he believes that it will pay for itself and then some. In Buffalo, it's too early to suspect that the Bills may move. However, the Pagulas may need to persuade state and local officials that they're willing to move in order to get the kind of public money. Okay, well, after this report came out, another one came out. And now we've got cities. 
Austin is a possible destination, real or threatened, for the Bills. Maybe they're negotiating, but in any negotiation, the negotiators need to be willing to act in order to have any credibility. Uh, we just went over the previous report. Citing an unnamed ownership source, Seth Wickersham of ESPN.com reports Austin, Texas, is a possible destination or threat as one of the cities to which the Bills' ownership was referring to when telling the government negotiators there are other cities elsewhere. San Antonio was one of the leveraged destinations for the Raiders before they moved to Las Vegas, and the Dallas Cowboys in Houston, Texas, weren't believed to be thrilled about the possibility of a third team coming to Texas. Presumably, they wouldn't want a team in Austin. Regardless, it's not about moving at this point. It's about making politicians in New York think it will happen. Okay, well, let's get to another part of this story. Because OutKick also did something regarding this story. Sacramento came up, but also San Antonio, much like in Oakland, I think if this Austin thing was to happen, I just happen to be in Texas, what I can tell you is there's two cities out there that is starved for pro football. And I've witnessed it uh, firsthand in watching the Alliance of American Football and from watching the... uh, well, actually, the Alliance of American Football in both cases. There was uh, the San Antonio team for the Alliance, and then there was the Orlando Apollos uh, in the AAF. Both of those teams drew incredibly well for pro football, and in San Antonio's cases, they sold out. In the Alliance of American Football, they were they were drawing sellouts of like twenty and 22,000. All right, so a for a pro football team with, with, let's be honest, a bunch of C-list players. You pull the Bills down there with Josh Allen, and I can tell you right now, in Texas, we would wrap our loving arms around Josh Allen because he is exactly the kind of football player that Texans would love. And what I wonder is, would you see a situation where they would split the difference and put that stadium somewhere in a location where Austin and San Antonio together would be the ones that would go and flock to see the San Antonio or Austin Bills play football. Who knows? They might be a name change involved there. Uh, Look, this is very early, but dear politicians in New York, let it be known Orlando's been thrown out there. Austin has been thrown out there, which is close to San Antonio. They absolutely will pay up. Those cities will pay up to get the bills. They'll fund a stadium. I'm letting you know. The people in Austin and the San Antonio area will absolutely pay for it, especially the closer you get to San Antonio. That was once an option, a viable option for the Raiders. Why? Because the people of San Antonio, Texas, want a pro football team. They want the NFL, and they will sell out. Absolutely sell out. And because of the weather conditions, they can absolutely joint. They can joint sell that venue all the time. Concerts, whatever. Uh, It will be easy peasy down there. So, uh, Buffalo Bills fans, I wouldn't be worried at this point. Because this is just how threats start, yada, yada, yada. 
But there is recent precedent for a move with the Rams from St. Louis to L.A. and with the Raiders from Oakland to Vegas. Vegas was willing to pay for the stadium, and Oakland left. Okay? So, tell me what you think, Black and White Live fans. Yeesh. Man, that's a, that's a good franchise up in Buffalo. I would hate to see that happen to them. But make no mistake, San Antonio and Austin would absolutely pl- pay out the nose for the NFL. That will That's a thing. And don't sleep on Orlando either. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. NBA News Black and White Sports fans, the play-in tournament is returning for next season. Now, that it really isn't new news right there. We've done several videos on that. And uh, officially came back and actually Rhodes put up a video on that. And guys, we know that one LeBron James, a.k.a. LaChina James was not a fan of the tournament. However, he never complained about the tournament until he actually had to play in those playing games. Before that, everything was hunky-dory. Lakers, I believe, were like one seed, top two seed in the West. LeBron James wasn't worried about the play-in tournament. However, he got injured. Then Anthony, Anthony Davis went down. And then all of a sudden it became a problem because the Lakers ended up in the play-in tournament. And LeBron James said, whoever came up with this shit needs to be fired because his team fell all the way down to the sixth seed or seventh seed somewhere around there because seeds six through 10 actually participate in the play-in tournament. But he wasn't a fan of it. The only vocal athlete about it that complained about it. However, it is coming back next season. And the reason why, folks, Honestly, it was a success for the NBA. The Marches NBA China, those games were the most watched games in like two years. So I don't blame the NBA for wanting these games to actually come back. But we know LeBron James is not a fan of it. You know what? He's probably actually worried about the Lakers actually even next year dropping to one of those seeds where they actually have to play in the play-in tournament. But Adam Silver... Commissioner of the NBA said he actually spoke to one LaChina James. It says here, and this is actually via uh, TMZ. That's who he actually talked to. But I'm reading this from Bleacher Report. Adam Silver says he spoke to LeBron James about NBA's play in tournament. And this is what Adam Silver had to say. Quote, we talked about it. I think at the end of the day, I understand, especially if you went deep last year. And you have that in. You have that many sort of games on your lids. You're not looking forward to more games. But I think he understands the contents of the league. Now, also, you got to remember, man, LeBron James. Another reason why he said this was stupid is because he's 36 years old, about to be, about to be 37 at the end of this year. He's aging. That's a problem. A 26 year old LeBron James, I don't believe would actually be complaining about this. I really don't. But he's older now, more injury prone. The Lakers were injury prone. And now he had a problem with actually playing in these games. 
But however, though, Adam Silver actually made it pretty clear that the NBA Players Association voted on this and they approved of it. It even says here the NBA Board of Governors, the NBA Board of Owners, oh God, voted Tuesday to keep the event for the 2021-22 season after after it received approval from the Players Association. And this is what Adam Silver had to say. Quote, at the end of the day, the Players Association speaks for the players, not LeBron James. And they approve this format for next season, he said. So I think we wanted to get one more season under our belt that wasn't a pandemic season so that we could really get a sense of how it works. And folks, I truly do believe this play-in tournament is going to be here to stay. I really do. I do think it kind of waters down the conferences a little bit because you have, what, 30 teams, so roughly 15, 16 teams in each conference. So you have 10 teams qualifying for the playoffs. Now, not officially 10, but it's still going to be eight seeds overall. But you have two additional teams in the midst. Uh, does kind of water it down a little bit, but I understand why the league actually wants to do this. I truly do. They took a beating last year on revenue. The pandemic, the wokeness, the bubble, fans tuned out the NBA. And it's make no mistake, the ratings did go up when LeBron James got eliminated from the playoffs. You know, at this point, LeBron James is definitely bad for the league. You know, maybe Giannis is actually the new new face. Maybe he can actually move the needle a little bit. I know he's not American, but uh, it seems like more people were much more interested in watching the the Bucks in the NBA Finals than the Lakers last year, as these NBA Finals were greatly up from last season. And the ratings went up when LaChana James was eliminated from the playoffs by the Suns. Now, the Ravens haven't completely rebounded, but it is a start. You know, maybe one day the NBA can completely come back, but I'm not really sure. But for now, the NBA is going to have to do what they have to do to get the ratings up, generate more revenue and get more eyes on the product. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Adam Silver speaking to LeBron James says LeBron James understands. I don't think LeBron cares to even understand it's his way or the highway. And last season he was trying to speak for the players association, even though the players association agreed to the play in tournament. And yet again, the players association agreed to the playoff tournament. I believe this is just going to be the new NBA format for many years to come. It's just change. LeBron James is going to be on the way out. The NBA is going to continue in some kind of capacity after he's gone because he's done so much damage to the NBA. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. 
I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up. Use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Live. Oh, it seems the NFL has decided it will do anything it can to promote the jab. And the CDC, yeah, that CDC, is involved in this fiasco. This just came out by way of OutKick. Oh, good God. CDC paid the NFL alumni millions of dollars to promote the COVID-19 vaccine. The Centers for Disease Control paid 3.5 million big smackaroos to the NFL Alumni Association with hopes of promoting the jab. The news was buried in a U.S. federal procurement report which showed the big money deal was signed in May, TMZ reports. Damn, TMZ's breaking a lot of stories lately in sports. The overall purpose of this contract is to facilitate collaboration among NFL alumni, federal, state, and local public health officials, as well as other leaders to address the jab hesitancy through communication and engagement with communities less likely to get vaccinated, reads the notice of intent posted by the agency. The total value of the contract is listed at $3.5 million with the money earmarked for, quote, NFL alumni, health, COVID-19, vaccination, community outreach, and education project. Can you make that name any longer, NFL? The NFL alumni was founded in 1967 by a group of retired football players, and the organization's current president is former New York Giants lineman Bart Oates. The NFL alumni's website features pro-vaccination testimonials from former NFL stars like Franco Harris and Rod Woodson, among others. The cash is part of a campaign by the federal government to stay ahead of the pandemic and the Delta variant, which has caused spikes of infection in the unvaccinated communities across the country, TMZ reports. That's funny. I could have swore it was... Oh, I better not say that, YouTube. The quote about campaign section of the website does not clearly list the financials 
at the time of publication. The news of the agreement and former players comes as many current players and coaches are unhappy about the new vaccination protocols, most notably Bill's Cole Beasley. And then he goes on to add a tidbit from old Beijing Biden himself. So, uh, this is not, actually, this is not surprising. I mean, let's be honest. The NFL has been banging the drum. This is all the while and coming off of a, I'm not going to call it a hit piece against unvaccinated NFL players, but the New York Times wrote a article where they showcased the fact that uh, DeForest Buckner of the Colts happened to get the vaccine, and they just happened to talk about T.Y. Hilton, who had not gotten vaccinated, or we don't know. Maybe he did. T.Y. Hilton got asked a question, and essentially T.Y. Hilton looked at the reporter and said, don't you think that's sort of personal? That's his way of saying it's none of your damn business, which has been what we have been saying on this channel for the last couple of weeks since the NFL decided to make this a competitive balance issue, and it is. If you're looking at players that's got uh, different protocols in between them, and when you start talking about it, about forfeiting games, which the NFLPA come right out and said, no, Roger Goodell, you won't be forfeiting any games because you and the owners love money too much. That that simply was a bunch of hot air. They were not going to forfeit games regardless of what they were threatening against the players. You've had J.C. Treader come out, hammer the NFL, hammer teams, other teams, for using uh, their little wristbands to distinguish between players that got vaccinated and unvaccinated. And you got the Browns coach who flat come out and said, our team is not being divided on this, and none of my damn players are wearing your flair. Hey, bravo. Good job. Uh, but does this surprise you that the NFL would come out and recruit former retired NFL players to go out there and promote the jab? And now, i got to be honest with you, it's kind of funny that so many players have decided to not get the – not run out there and get the jab. It is their right to get it or not get it. But I think it's so crazy how many members of the media is sort of spotlighting these players that have not blatantly got it. or They're like, I just need more information on it. I want to wait. I want to go into a holding pattern before I decide to jump out there and take this, this uh, jab. And it's understandable. It's understandable from these players that they're not ready to do that. But absolutely, I can see the NFL ponying up to potential players, especially if it's players from the 60s and 70s, that may, may need some funds. Let's throw them some cash. They'll get out there. They'll promote the vaccine, even though they're at an age where most likely they would have taken the vaccine anyway. Man... This is this is crazy. This whole jab, vaccine, non-vaccine, forfeit, take your money away from the players, this whole thing is taking on a life of its own. It's crazy. And now we have this report come out where the CDC funded the NFL Alumni Association. What a mess. 
Tell me what you think, Black and White Live fans. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.